1: So, who knew what and when? Well, we're starting to learn what action, more like, you know, inaction, was taken by the school in dealing with this brutal sex assault of at least one boy and the hazings of possibly two others. And it's pretty shocking to think of how much time passed before those in charge decided to actually take charge and go to the police to report a crime. And then to take steps to further protect that child from being passed around for fun. And I get it. There's a lot of anger because we're getting a ton of reaction from parents who have kids at St. Mike's and a lot of them want to defend the school and a lot of them are simply blaming the media. It is absolutely not the media's fault that St. Mike's is in the headlines. It is St. Mike's fault it is in the headlines because as the old saying goes, it's never the crime. It's always the cover-up that tends to be worse. And while I think a lot of parents want to believe what they're hearing and what the school officials are telling them, the, the facts don't change in this case. The head of that school was given a piece of information on Monday afternoon and did not take that to the police for a full two days. And because of that, who knows how that affected the investigation? Who knows how it possibly affected that boy? Who knows about much? Because they didn't do what they should have bought both morally and legally. And I get it. The school has a reputation, a good reputation for its athletics. And for a lot of people, it's a dream come true to go. That's the case for my next guest who went to the school from 2009 to 2013. He dreamed of going to St. Mike's, was accepted, and then it became a nightmare, and he left. His name's Kyle Fraser. He joins me now. Kyle, St. Mike's uh, was the school that you really, really wanted to go to, but your experience when you got there, um, what was that like?
0: Um, It it was a terrible experience. Um, The the, the kids in my grade... Um, which would be the 2015 graduating class, and then um, a couple of the older students. It, it was just terrible. I, I was verbally abused and, and bullied every day. Um, and I, I knew physical violence wasn't a way to, to solve anything, and, and so um, I didn't resort to any of that, but I also just kept my mouth shut because uh, I I had no one to... Uh, no one had my back. I had no one to go to to talk to um, and it it hurt um i, I didn't i didn 't know what to do, and so I just prayed I had the attitude that uh, you know i 'm going to go home, and tomorrow is going to be uh, a new day but it it just it got worse every day and then um after grade ten I, I left because i couldn 't take it anymore
1: and you were there for four years in this dream yeah. school that you had so wanted to go to. it just didn 't live up to what you you had thought. Did, were you disappointed, sure. angered? I mean, what did you walk away feeling? Uh,
0: I I I was I was, I was disappointed that uh, the prestige or that the the, the so called prestige of the school, the reputation, uh, really let me down. And um, I guess in in the end, I, I was I was happy to move on. Though I, um, I knew that it was the right decision to uh, leave and and. Transferring to a different school um, was was definitely uh, a lot better for for me and my family.
1: Okay, and so one would say, well, why wouldn't you just go to the teachers for help? Did the school administration ever help you, support you? Could you go to them?
0: Um, there, there was one of the Brazilian fathers that uh, did have my back since day one, but uh, he he was uh, the head of uh, discipline. Um, but at, at the end of the day. Um it didn't really solve the issue long term. Uh a couple times, you know, uh where I had to go to him, yeah, sure it was it was a short term fix and, and the problem might have been solved for one or two days, but um it, it got worse and worse and then uh the higher up administration uh just didn't care. They they wanted to cover up their reputation, um and things like what has happened recently, if if anything ever got out like that, it it would destroy the reputation Um, and and it's it's a good thing that um, these allegations have now come out and uh, people are starting to realize what goes on in in those uh, yellow brick walls.
1: So tell me about your reaction when you heard these kinds of allegations involving, you know, what are being called hazing but go so far uh, beyond that. What was your initial reaction? Were you surprised?
0: Um, I wasn't surprised, no. Um, This has been going on for decades at that school, and regardless of um, sexual assault or not, it all falls under the category of assault in general. Um, And and any uh, version of assault is uh, very extreme, and um, it's a crime, uh, and it shouldn't be tolerated. And for the school to take such um, minimal... Um, disciplinary action towards the students um, and follow through with uh, the things that they do when assaults happen, it's it's disturbing because um, it never solves the problem. Um, sure, you know, if, if there's a physical fight, the student's going to get an in-school detention, but that, that doesn't solve anything because they're going to be back in school and they're going to fight again. Um, and
1: so, did let me ask you this then: Do kids, when you were in school, I mean, was the culture of of such that you knew you could kind of push your luck, um, and inevitably you might get a slap on the wrist, but nothing would happen? There'd be no real punishment.
0: Yes, there there would be no real punishment. It would just be a slap on the wrist, um, and and so it's it's not surprising that the uh, what, what what has come out happened because it's it's happened and um, it has for years.
1: So let me ask you this, because we've I mean, I've received dozens of emails, comments um, and heard comments, certainly from parents. They love the school. They're upset that this has happened. But there's a real backlash to the media. They're blaming the media for exposing this. When if it weren't really for the media blowing this up, would you do you believe that this would all have just been swept under the carpet?
0: I I do believe it would have just been swept under the carpet. And and, and going off of that, I, I did just see the videos right before this um of the parents accusing and, and blaming the media saying it was their fault and it, it's it's so ignorant and i believe the the attitude that uh these kids bring to school it, it stems from home um the culture and and the groups that kids hang out with and other students that just grows but where does that originally stem from and 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 it's the parents and seeing the parents blame the media um th- there's obviously uh, a bigger issue at hand it's, it's what is this uh, child's family life
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, what are the parents teaching their kids and and to see that the parents are trying to protect the school and protect the administration it, it's absurd um but at the end of the day you, you can never argue with ignorance because no one will ever win an argument against anyone that's ignorant It won't happen.
1: We're now at Friday, 8 o'clock, and I have yet to hear anybody being fired. Do you believe um, that people need to be fired? And what do you think happens now? Where does this thing go now?
0: I believe that, uh, first, the administration uh, needs to take responsibility for um, what has happened and the way that they have handled things. Because if they were originally notified of the first incident which which wasn't sexual assault on monday um but was was still a crime why did this take them two days to contact police about
1: yeah. it, it was
0: the sexual assault that they're trying to say oh they found out about it and they were going to contact police but they never did it was the the media who found out from uh an anonymous tip um and then they notified the the police and the police notified the school so i i think that whoever uh is responsible in the administration for handling this needs to step down and if they don't step down uh they do need to be fired from uh their higher up and if not they uh still need to be held accountable and charges need to be pressed against them because sweeping a sexual assault under the rug or any assault um it is is uh a crime and they do need to be charged.
1: Is your experience from when you when we went to this school was it that were there always groups of boys who are outsiders? I mean, were there cliques and 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 clans of kids that uh, ganged up? I mean, how did the the structure of the school, the culture of the school, feel for all kids there?
0: There was that the culture is very toxic. Uh, there's, a, there's a toxic masculinity um, as a culture in that school and. Uh, there are cliques. There's a lot of kids uh, from the west end that go to the school who represent a uh, who represent a majority, and and then the kids from the east end are a minority. And uh, the the ones from the majority really stick together and they're a clique, and they they really uh, bully and and verbally abuse uh, the minority groups. And even if if some of the minorities uh, fit in with the majority group, then they bully the other minority groups. Um, and it, it's it's a very disturbing. I felt very unsafe when I was there. Um, it's it's horrible. And I, I think at one point, I, I even though I, I reached my breaking point, one, one student kept kicking my chair, and I, I told him repeatedly to stop in, in class. And all the kids in that class just went along with it. They didn't care. They were they were just making fun of me. And so I, I turned around, I got up, and I picked up the kid's desk and i threw it at him and i'd had enough
1: do you think the school survives this
0: um i do i think i think the school does survive this and it's, it's so sad to hear but but there's always going to be those parents who just turn a blind eye like the ones that that it was the media's fault because they just believe that this school, the reputation that they used to have when it was really under the direction of the Brazilian fathers is still there when it's, it's really not. And so for uh, the, like the 1,400 kids about that are enrolled in the school, that's not a lot. Um, when you look at the population of Toronto, there's always kids that are going to want to go to the school or parents that are wanting to send their kids to the school. Um, so I, I think they, they will survive it, but they're going to take a huge hit.
1: Otherwise, do you feel like they were failing the kids here?
0: Do you feel you I were failed you- by the school? I, I do feel like I was failed by the school, and, and and the kids now are definitely being failed by the school, um, and and it's it's very sad because the bazillions aren't um, there aren't many of them around anymore. They're they're getting extinct, um, and when there used to be a lot, when the school was really under the direction of the bazillion fathers, that's when the Catholic Church really had a a strict hold and and handle on it, and that's when the kids were really learning um, goodness, discipline, and knowledge, and and they were the the leader in Catholic boys' education. But that's not the case anymore. They're they're um, not—majority really ran by the Brazilian Fathers. They they play a very Mm -hmm. small role.
1: Well, I thank you for uh, joining us and uh, giving us a perspective of what you saw, and I really appreciate it. No problem. That is Kyle Fraser joining us tonight. And trust me, there are a lot of stories coming in, so we'll continue to cover it and see where this thing takes us. By the way, the school says it's uh, setting up a hotline now for people to report these incidents. So then the question becomes, okay, who's going to monitor that? And how do we know those those complaints will be taken to be investigated? I still can't believe that no one's been fired. Ball goes my mind. You're on Point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.